The spirit that closed the mouths of the lions, the spirit that overshadowed the Virgin Mary, the spirit that came down in the form of a dove, the spirit that causes the blind to see, the deaf to hear, and the lame to leap for joy, that spirit has encircled this place, and his anointing is in this house, and anything could happen here tonight. Somebody shout amen. Some of you that are here tonight, the devil tried his best to keep you from coming tonight because he knew that once you got here and you opened your mouth and you began to praise God, that a burden was going to be lifted, a load was going to be lifted, you was going to be healed in your body. And that's why the devil tries to snuff you out. And that's why the devil's trying to hinder you because you're on the verge of a breakthrough. There's somebody here tonight that you're teetering between your prophecy and your destiny and what you do in the next few days is going to determine how things turn out in your life. If you make up your mind that you're not going to give up and I want somebody to look over to somebody right now and say, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. The answer is on the way. And the Bible said, and it shall come to pass that before you call, I will answer, saith the Lord, and while you're yet speaking, I will hear. My mama used to tell me as I was a boy growing up, she said, son, sometimes you got to be persistent. You got to make up your mind that you know what you want and refuse to take no for an answer. Sometimes you've got to seek God until the answer comes and don't give up. And if the answer is delayed and coming, just keep on praying and just keep on believing. Hang on, hold on, don't turn loose. God's got a blessing for somebody. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Everybody stand on your feet and let's give the Lord another good praise. Is that all right? Amen. Now you can't praise him too much. The more you praise him, the more he'll bless you. And when the praises go up, the blessings come down. Oh, I feel like God's got a blessing for somebody here tonight. Somebody come for a miracle. You come for a healing. You come for a blessing. And God's got a blessing with your name on it. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn around and hug somebody by the neck and say, God's got a blessing for you. God's got a blessing for you. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Hallelujah. Oh, I thank God for a Pentecostal church. How many is Pentecostal tonight? Shout amen. Somebody asked me one time, said, Preacher, if you weren't Pentecostal, what would you be? I said, ashamed of myself. Thank God I'm glad I'm Pentecost and not plenty cross. I'm Pentecost at any cost. Thank God I'm Pentecost. I was born and raised in Pentecost. Amen. A lot of churches have got a sign out in front that says they're a Pentecostal church, but they don't have a Pentecostal experience on the inside. Amen. On the white, on the outside, they're like whited sepulchers, but on the inside, they're full of dead men's bones. Somebody say amen. But I'm glad to be where there are folks that know how to worship God and praise God. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel something getting ready to happen in this place tonight. Somebody shout praise the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. The Lord is going to be exalted in this service tonight. Somebody say amen. Can you turn me back up just a wee bit? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I got to go into a tent revival Tuesday night and preach outdoors, and I got to save my voice as much as I can. All right, that's a whole lot better. Hallelujah. How many believes that we're getting ready to exalt the Lord tonight? We've already exalted him. What a praise team. Thank God. Give all the musicians and the praise team a good hand. 
Amen. But I want to say to Abundant Life Family Church, get ready because there's a fresh wind of revival that's blowing. Somebody shout hallelujah. Something's getting ready to happen around this place. Amen. Something's getting ready to happen. I feel the moving in the mulberry tree. Somebody shout hallelujah. Does anybody want it? Does anybody believe it? How many believes that God's getting ready to send revival? Oh, I feel a revival spirit in here. Somebody shout amen. There's somebody here that God has said some things to you, and it looks like that everything in your life is going backwards from what God said. But I'm here to tell you tonight that if you just hold on a little bit longer, the answer is on the way. God's going to give it to you. And if he don't take you out of it, he's going to get the glory of bringing you through the process. You know, sometimes we got to go through some stuff. Amen. But David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. Amen. Whatever you go through, he's going to go through it with you. And the spirit of God will not lead you where the grace of God will not protect you. Somebody shout hallelujah. There's somebody here tonight that you've come despondent, discouraged, and sick. Amen. It seemed like that everything that you've been going through lately has been the worst that it's ever been. You're going through the greatest trials you've ever went through. You're fighting some of the greatest battles that you've ever fought. You're being attacked like you've never been attacked before. Amen. But I'm here to tell you the reason why. Amen. is because that God is getting ready to do something in your life that's driving hell crazy. The Demons of hell are nervous about what God is getting ready to do in your life and through you and for you. And the greater the anointing, the greater the attack. Amen. I've come to tell you right before your breakthrough, every demon in hell is going to try to back you down from what you said you wanted, but don't give up. Somebody look up at your neighbor and say, don't give up. Hallelujah. I've come to talk to somebody tonight. Amen. That your world's falling apart. And there's trouble in your finances. And there's trouble amongst your family. Amen. But I'm here to tell you just hold on a little bit longer because there's a victory coming. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. Everybody stand your feet one more time. I want to pray a prayer before we get into the scripture tonight and into the word. And I want you to stand and agree with me tonight. And Lord, I agree with this congregation that have come here tonight seeking a breakthrough, that your spirit's going to work in this service, and that your power is going to be released, and your word is going to go forth, and lives are going to be changed and anointed, and bodies are going to be healed in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. In your Bible, in Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19, Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 19, the Bible says, So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. And when the enemy shall come in like a flood, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord, whoo, hallelujah, <laughs> The Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. How many believes that? Shout amen. Now, every one of us that are here at one time or another, you've experienced an, an attack from the enemy. And if you have never been attacked by the enemy, just hold on a little longer. Amen. Anybody that's doing anything for God, you can expect to be an attack. 
by the enemy. Amen. And that's why the devil's attacking you. Amen. Because there's somebody here that's on the verge of a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's why the devil has attacked you. Why does the devil attack people? He attacks them because they're on the verge of a breakthrough. The devil attacks them because they are a threat to the enemy and to the devil himself. Did you know you're a threat to the devil? If you're a child of God, full of the Holy Ghost, you got more power in your little finger than all the devils and imps of hell put together because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. If I were the devil, this is the last place I'd want to be tonight because there's enough power in here. Somebody say there's enough power in here to run every devil out of Farmington, Missouri. Somebody shout hallelujah. And if the devil was to peek his head in the back door and he looked around and he saw you sitting here, he'd say, I can't go in there. There's folks in there that's got power over me. <laughs> Did you know you got power over the devil? And the Bible said that when he called the original 12, he gave them power over all the power of the enemy, that nothing shall by any means hurt you. And when God gave that power and that authority to the original 12, he gave it to you and me as well. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. You don't feel that, then your wood's wet. Somebody shout hallelujah. God is getting ready to do something in somebody's life. And that's why you've been attacked like you have. The Bible said in James 1 and 1, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad greeting, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall and the divers of temptation. Did you know the Bible said in Luke 6, 23, he encourages us to even rejoice in the time of persecution when you're being tried and you're being tested and the devil's coming against you. It's then that you need to lift up your hands and praise God. You know what I found out a long time ago? I found out there's only two times when we need to praise the Lord and that's when we feel like it and when we don't. And when you don't feel like it, you need to do it more then than when you do feel like it. Somebody said, oh, but preacher, you just don't know what I've been through. I don't feel like praising the Lord. Honey, don't ever let the devil know you're living by feelings because just as soon as he finds out, he'll make you as nervous as a termite in a yo-yo. Oh, I'd hate to be a termite in a yo-yo tonight. Somebody said, oh, but preacher, you just don't know what I've been through. Why the devil's been riding my back all day. I said, take the saddle off and you won't have no place to ride. Somebody said, oh, but preacher, it just seemed like that I hear voices all the time. I said, me too. The Lord Jesus said that my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. 
Somebody said, oh, but preacher, it seemed like something's following me all the time. I said, me too. David said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody said, the devil's been after me all day. Well, if the devil's been after you all day, then you must be doing something that the devil don't like, or the devil wouldn't be after you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He attacks those that's a threat to him. He attacks those that's on the verge of a breakthrough. And I feel a breakthrough coming for somebody. Somebody shout hallelujah. And he said, James, the servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. He said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers of temptation. Now, the word divers means different kinds. And the devil may not tempt me the way that he tempts you, and he may not tempt you the way that he tempts me, but he knows your weakness, and he knows my weakness. And that's why Jesus said, count it all joy when you fall into divers of temptations. Hallelujah. Now, anybody can praise God when everything's going fine. Everybody can praise God when they're up on the mountaintop. Anybody can praise God when they got plenty of money in their pocket. But I'm talking about when you're flat broke and you're busted and you're laying on the floor and you're disgusted. You haven't got two nickels to rub together. You haven't got change for a quarter. You call your brother-in-law on the phone and he's got caller ID and he knows you want a loan and he won't answer the phone. You got a notice in the mail that said roses are red, violets are blue, your debt's overdue, and we're coming after you. What are you going to do then? Call on Jesus. I said, call on Jesus. How many's ever been there? I feel like there's some of y'all, you know what I'm talking about. You can identify what I'm talking about. And the Bible said that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, and the devil's doing everything they can to try to cause you to fall. And the Bible said in 1 Peter 5 and 8, he said, be sober and be vigilant because your adversary, somebody say my adversary. Who is your adversary? The devil himself is a, as a roaring lion and walking about and seeking whom he may devour. Now the word devour means to swallow up. And that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to swallow up your vision. He wants to swallow up your dream. He wants to swallow up your testimony. He wants to swallow up your salvation. But notice what Peter said. He is as a roaring lion. He didn't say he was one. There's a difference in being as a roaring lion and being a roaring lion. You know what the difference is between being as a roaring lion and being a roaring lion? It's kind of like a dog's got a bark, but he ain't got no bite. Kind of like a bee that buzzes, but he done lost his stinger. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. God knows just exactly what you're going through. And he's saying the devil is as a roaring lion. In other words, he can't do anything unto you unless God permits it and God allows it. And if God allows it, it's because God's got the faith in you that you're going to come through it and you're going to be victorious. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say amen. I'm looking for an amen around here somewhere. Glory to God. Remember in Luke chapter 22 and verse 31 and 32, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Sometimes the devil will take you through some sifting situations. 
there's somebody here tonight that you're being sifted as wheat. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But the Bible said that Jesus prayed for him. He did not pray that he wouldn't fall. He prayed that his faith wouldn't fail him. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, I know what it's like to call your best friend on the phone and say, will you pray for me? I know what it's like when they call me as an evangelist and say, Brother Brian, will you pray for me? I know what it's like when they call the pastor and say, Pastor, will you pray for me? But the Bible said that Jesus prayed for him. <laughs> now, I know he can get a prayer through. <laughs> when nobody else can, he can. He took a little boy's lunch one time and blessed it and fed 5,000, not counting the women and the children. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, I prayed for thee that thy faith fail thee not. Amen. Because Jesus already knows that we're going to fall. God never promised us a rose garden. He never said that life was going to be easy. He didn't say everything's going to be handed to you on a silver platter. He knows that there are times when we're going to stumble and we're going to fall. And the Bible said when, thou, when you fall, he said he prayed that his faith would not fail him. We're going to make some mistakes along the way. Amen. But God said in Micah chapter 7 and verse 8, Micah chapter 7 and verse 8, he said, Rejoice not against me, O thou my enemy, for when I fall, he didn't say if I fall, he said when I fall, he said I shall arise, and when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And the devil has been working overtime to try to get you to fall. You're being attacked. You're going through a fiery trial. You're in the battle of your life. You're being attacked because you're a threat to the devil. And you're on the verge of a breakthrough. Something is getting ready to happen in somebody's life. And that's why the devil has been attacking you like he has. And the Bible said in 1 Peter chapter 4, in verse 12 and 13, he said, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing has happened to you. But rejoice. Somebody say rejoice. Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Somebody clap your hands and shout amen. God has given us the power and the ability to overcome when you are attacked. Somebody shout amen. And the Bible said in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13, there hath no temptation taken you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above all that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way of an escape that ye may be able to bear it. Somebody clap your hands and shout amen. 
And the Bible said in Ephesians 6 and 10, he said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness thereof and against spiritual weaknesses in high places. He said, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand he said stand therefore having your loins girt about having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet sought with the preparation of the gospel and above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord in verse 12 it says that we wrestle against principalities. Now the word principality means evil spirits, demons, fallen angels. And when you look at that itself, it can be pretty intimidating when you think, well, no wonder we're going through what we're going through. We've got demon spirits and evil spirits and fallen angels. They're warned against us. Somebody shout hallelujah. But the Bible tells us that when Jesus went back to heaven, he not only was in heaven, but the Bible said that he was in heavenly places. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, heavenly places is a spiritual realm. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Meaning that he's far above the principalities, and that means that he's above Satan, and Satan is under his feet. Hallelujah. And if the devil is under his feet, then he's under mine. Somebody shout hallelujah. How you like that, devil? <laughs> Glory! I got them under my feet. You got them under your feet. Somebody shout hallelujah. And when you go on down to the second chapter in verse 6, he tells us where we are. And the Bible says that we were, are with him in heavenly places. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say, what are you trying to say, preacher? Amen. In Ephesians 6 and 12, the Bible says that we wrestle against principalities and against the rulers of darkness and against spiritual weaknesses in high places, but the resurrected Jesus. Somebody say the resurrected Jesus. He's in heavenly places far above the demon spirits. And the Bible said that the devil is the principality of the air, the ruler of darkness thereof. He's the God of this world. Hallelujah. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That kind of reminds me of the day of Pentecost when all of a sudden the Bible said there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the house of God. And if the devil is the principality of the air, then that ball of fire and that Holy Ghost wind had to come crashing right down through the devil's living room. Somebody shout hallelujah. I could almost imagine the devil sitting there in his easy chair. 
And all of a sudden he says to one of his little demons, he said, what was that that just come crashing down through here? <laughs> and the demon said, I don't know. He said, but it hit down there in the upper room. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. I could imagine the devil said, well, go down there and check it out and find out what it was. And the devil, he goes down to the upper room and all of a sudden he goes back to the devil and he said, I thought we killed the Lord. He said, we did. He said, my God, now there's 120 more of them down there that's got the same power and the same anointing that Jesus had. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, you got the power. I got the power. We got the power. Thank God. I'm not talking about white power, black power, cold power, chili power. I'm talking about Holy Ghost power. Hey, you got Holy Ghost power. The word power arises from the Greek word dunamis in the English translation. For the Greek word dunamis is dynamite. For the Lord said, behold, I give unto you dynamite power over the devil. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. I've come to tell you to just hold on a little bit longer. Hallelujah, because we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be in the wrestling match of your life. You may be going through the worst trial, the fighting the greatest battle, and you may be broke, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> but it ain't over yet. Somebody look towards your neighbor and say it ain't over yet. You might wake up in the morning and the doctor says you got cancer and you just got a few weeks to live, but it ain't over yet. Somebody look over at your neighbor and say, it's not over yet. I know that it hurts right now and I know that it's been rough and I know that the devil's been messing with you, but I've come to tell you, if you hold on to God's promise, weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. <laughs> You might have to cry yourself to sleep, amen, but the sun's going to rise and joy cometh in the morning, amen, the storm may rise and the wind may blow and the billows may roll, amen, but if you hold on just a little bit longer, God's going to make it all right. Somebody be and get your neighbor by the hand and say, God's going to make it all right. God's going to make it all right, amen, don't be blindsided by the challenge that you face tonight that you can't see the breakthrough that's on the way, Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord it's not over yet Samson had his eyes gouged out and was thrown into prison but it's not over until God says it's over Shadrach Meshach and Abednego was thrown in the fiery furnace but it's not over until God says it's over Daniel was thrown in the lion's den but it's not over until God says it's over. Somebody, you're going through something tonight and you need to make up your mind that whatever it is you're going through, it's not gonna kill you, that you're gonna survive. Somebody say, I'm gonna survive. Amen, the devil's not gonna bring me down. I'm gonna survive. Amen, I'm too close to my breakthrough. I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna survive. I'm gonna survive. I made up my mind that I'm not leaving here until what I get, until I get what I wanted from the Lord. Somebody clap your hands and shout amen. You need to thank God that you've done come through the worst of it already anyhow. You're going to overcome. Somebody look over at your neighbor and say, you're going to overcome. 
Somebody said, well, how do you know we're going to overcome? Because the Bible said we're more than conquerors through him that loved us. Somebody said, well, how do you know we're going to overcome? Because the Bible said that no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Somebody said, how do you know we're going to overcome, preacher? Because the Bible said, if God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. You and God constitutes a majority. And if God's on your side and you're on God's side, there's not a demon in hell that can come against the man whose vesture's been dipped in blood. There's still power in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. When God makes you a promise, he's not a man that he should lie. That if he spoke a thing, he'll surely bring it to pass. If he goes into a declaration with you, and he promises you your household. You can take it to the bank. They're coming in. Even the children that's causing you the most grief. The one that's hurt you the most. The one that's the most rebellious. The one that's caused you the most heartache. God's going to bring them in. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. And I'm going to take it a step farther, as the songwriter said. And your circle will not be broken. Hallelujah. Hey, God's going to bring them in. Somebody shout amen. God's getting ready to take somebody in here to the next level. Is there somebody in here? You want to get to the next level? Amen. And when the devil goes to messing with the child of God, did you know that God takes it personally? Yeah, he does. Don't mess with God's property. Touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. You go to messing with the child of God. Somebody shout amen. You got to deal with Jesus. And a voice spoke and said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Now you know that Saul personally was not persecuting the Lord. He was persecuting the church. He was persecuting the Christians. He was persecuting the saints. But notice Jesus didn't say, why persecutest thou the church? Why persecutest thou the Christians? Why persecutest thou the saints? Why persecutest thou these little ones? He said, why are you persecuting me? Hey, I told you he takes it personally. Hey, man, you go to messing with a child of God, you got to deal with our big brother. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Judah was in the, on the verge of being inhabited and invaded. And God told Jehoshaphat to appoint some singers that they should praise the beauty of his holiness and that they should sing praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. And when he obeyed God and appointed the singers and they began to sing praise the Lord, his mercy endureth forever, the folks got so bewildered and so dumbfuzzled by the noise of the shouts of the saints of God, the praise, the radical praise, the loud praise that they drew their swords out and they killed themselves off. It's not over until God says that it's over and it ain't over yet. Somebody shout hallelujah. When Hezekiah saw Jerusalem in danger of falling into the hands of the enemy, he was willing to purchase its safety by paying a 
300 pieces of silver and 30 pieces of gold. Amen, but that was not enough to appease them. And they got this threatening letter. We're going to come and we're going to possess your land. And he went to church and he spread the letter out on the altar before God. And he said, Lord, I beseech thee. He said, we don't know what to do against this great army that cometh up against us, but our eyes are upon thee. Honey, when you're going through the biggest trial of your life and you're about to be invaded or you're about to be killed, keep your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. God sent an angel in the midst of the night and slew 185,000 of the enemy. And Hezekiah didn't have to do a thing. Somebody shout, it's not over until God says it's over. The Israelites was outnumbered by the Mennonites, 120,000 to 300. Oh, it was certain defeat. It was inevitable. They were about to lose. There's no way that 300 men can whip 120,000, but it's not over yet until God says it is over. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. So no matter what you're going through tonight, if your life is committed to God, he has the power to keep you saved and keep you healed and keep you delivered. So don't worry about the powers that are against you. Thank God for the powers that are for you. Hallelujah. Somebody shout praise the Lord. When you praise God, you stop the attack of the enemy. And that's why the devil hates praise. He told Jehoshaphat, said, all you got to do is just appoint you some singers and just start praising me. <laughs> and he said, if you'll praise me, he said, everything's going to turn out all right. Somebody shout hallelujah. You can, when you praise God, you can stop the attack of the enemy. You can be healed and delivered and set free. Your high blood pressure can come down. Your sugar can be regulated and your oppression can be abated. Somebody clap your hands and shout amen. God will fix it if you'll just learn to praise him in every situation. Hallelujah. In every situation, give him praise. Anybody praise God when everything's fine? I'm talking about when everything's going wrong. Sometimes you got to do it by faith. You got to praise Him when you don't feel like it. Amen. And if God could close the mouths of the Dan uh, the lion for Daniel, if He could uh, cause the Red Sea to open up and, uh, and Moses could walk across, Amen. If He could cause the sun to stand still for Joshua, if He could put a baby in the arms of Sarah, if He can open up the eyes of the blind and raise Lazarus from the dead, then I'm here to tell you there's nothing that you're going through tonight that my God can't solve and that my God can't work out in your life. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. There's a breakthrough coming and I'm here to tell you, don't give up, don't give in and don't retreat. Just keep on fighting and just keep on believing God for your breakthrough. And the Bible said in Galatians 6 and 9, and let us not be weary in well doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. Don't give up. Just keep on believing. Keep on fighting. For the answer 
is on the way. And the Bible said, and it shall come to pass that before you call, I will answer, saith the Lord, and while you're yet speaking, I will hear. The answer's on the way. Somebody shout hallelujah. You're being attacked. You're in a battle. You're being tested. The doctor says you can't live, but the doctor's a liar. And let every man be a liar. Let every pain be a lie. But let God's word be true. It's not over until God says it's over. Come on, God's about to turn something around in somebody's life. You've been going through some stuff. Amen. And this is your night for a breakthrough. This is your night for your release. This is your night for a miracle and for a healing in your body. And God's getting ready to do it tonight. I want everybody to turn around and stretch your hands this way because God's got a miracle for you, my brother. Somebody stand to your feet and look back this way. Point your hand this way. And we're going to believe God together. It's not been through easy times that you've walked. And there's been times when you've been attacked. And the enemy has done everything he can to try to snuff you out. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And I'm here to tell you, brother, don't give up. God's not finished with you yet. God still has a work for you to do. And if God was done, you wouldn't be here. Somebody clap your hands and shout praise the Lord. And I thank you right now that you're going to heal my brother from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Let the healing virtue power of God flow through his body now. <laughs> Somebody clap your hands for Jesus. Hey, hallelujah. Every person here that's been attacked to come to the front, God's got a miracle for you. Count it all joy when you fall into divers of temptations. You know, I've almost gotten to the point, Pastor, that when the devil attacks me and he takes something from me, I think to myself, hmm, I wonder, is God getting ready to bless me? Like he did Job. And Job's ending was better than his beginning. Somebody here, God's getting ready to bless you. You've been through some stuff, but God's about to turn it around. Stand back to your feet, everybody. And everybody that needs a miracle, needs a touch from God, I want you to down to the front of the auditorium tonight. And we're going to believe God together. And we're going to agree in prayer that God's going to bring you out. That God's going to deliver you. Come on, praise team. Come on, worship leaders. Get back up on the platform and make a joyful noise to the Lord. Create the atmosphere for this anointing that's about to be released in this service tonight. And when you come up here, I want you to come up here in faith believing with your hands uplifted. Come on, lift up your hands. <laughs> lift up your hands and give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. And your praise is your breakthrough. Your praise is your answer. Your praise is your healing. Come on, somebody praise him. In the name, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God sees what you're going through. And the answer's on the way. It gets the darkest before the dawn. But you're on the verge of a breakthrough. Don't you give up now. You're too close to your miracle. You're too close to your healing. That deliverance that you sought God for is on the way. Somebody clap your hands and shout, praise the Lord. Thank you, Pastor. Let's agree together. Everybody stretch your hands this way. Lord, I thank you to touch my brother tonight. Heal him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. Let the healing virtue of power of God flow <laughs> through his body. <laughs> In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I went to 